Hello, and welcome to the introductory episode to Ink Drinker Literary Society. I am one of your hosts, Brent Shubler. Um, this podcast kind of came about, um, it's been a long time coming. A <laughs> um, little bit about me first. I am a father of seven, married to my wonderful partner, and I live in small town Indiana. And a few years ago, I started just reading and realizing that there's a lot I don't know about other people. Um, it really started with the book Just Mercy, which we'll talk about here in a little bit as well. But I also am the owner of a editing and literary services, so book formatting, editing, publication assistance company. Um, so my life is all about books. I love books. Um, and there's several, a lot of books that I read that I was like, I want other people to read these books. They really help us understand who we are, where we come from, other people around us, and how we can relate better. Um, so I had the idea of doing a podcast where we'll just talk about the books I'm reading and that other people have recommended to learn about where they come from. And as part of that, I'm like, I'm just a middle-aged white dude. I need some other voices on here. So my plan was to find some another co-host, find some other people that could come on, some authors, some advocates and activists, people who can talk to us about their experience with oppression and the isms that are going around. And that led me to finding my co-host, and I'll let her introduce herself as well. So if you want to go ahead, Nikki. Yes. Hello. I am Nikki Pappas, and I am a writer. And most of my writing centers around critiquing the white evangelical establishment that shaped me. And that is my experience. That's what I know and feel like I can write about how that affected me. And so for me, that led to me writing a book called As Familiar as Family, which is a memoir where I chronicle my journey, leaving that toxic religion that I was groomed for and a part of. And I also have a poetry collection called Reflections from a Former Evangelical, and it's poems reminiscent of my 2019 worldview because things really started to shift for me in 2017. And so even looking back on what I wrote in 2019 was interesting to see, even since 2019, things that have changed in how I relate to myself, to the world around me, to other people, to the earth and all that is in her. So I am the host of Broadening the Narrative podcast, and on that show, I interview guests who are broadening that narrative that I was taught or the narratives I was taught within white evangelicalism, because like Brent, I knew there are other voices outside of this mainstream, what I've been consuming for 30 years almost at that time. I have three young children with Stephen, who has been my steady partner in the chaos since 2010. And through the work that I do, I desire to spark hope in the world around me and to live out what would be called maybe an embodied faith, though my relationship with faith and what that looks like is constantly shifting to where now I don't know how to describe my relationship to the divine. If there is a divine, there's a lot more agnosticism, possibly atheism on the table for me these days. So I'm just giving myself that permission. So with that and all those shifts uh, has come a loss of community and relationship oftentimes. And so I've been searching for that. And I heard about this podcast project 
through something that Paul Heatley posted on Facebook. And I was connected to Paul through Marla Taviano, who Brent and I, uh, Brent has gotten to talk with Marla and hopefully Marla can be a guest at some point on the show. And so Marla wrote a book called Unbelief and Paul is writing a musical for Unbelief. So that's how that whole connection happened through all of that. Paul posted about Brent looking for a co-host, right? So I said, I was interested. Brent and I exchanged some messages, talked a couple of times. So for me, as someone who loves to read, who loves other people's stories, whether that is nonfiction or fiction, and I'm passionate about good books, this podcast really excited me. And I wanted to connect with people and with a community through books and just thought that this would be a good way to do that. So I'm excited for what is to come for this, this endeavor. Yes. And I'm so glad to have you on board, Nikki. I think this is going to be great. Um, I just really look forward to the books that we've picked. Um, we've picked out the first six or seven books that we're looking at doing, I think. Um, plan to do one book each month for you guys and um, have some get like I said, have some guests on to talk about the books and other things going on in the world and in the nation um, here in America, where we're based. Um, we're going to start the discussion with the book that kind of kicked this off for me. Um, and I know Nikki has, has read this book previously as well. And we were just looking in, in, into discussing it in more depth. And that's Just Mercy by Brian Stevenson. So this episode though will drop on February 22nd during Black History Month. And we're just really excited to, to share this book that kind of sparked the journey of discovery and learning about things that don't maybe not affect us directly, but affect us directly. We just don't realize it. Um, and with the Just Mercy, we have a very great guest that's going to come on. Author Tina Strawn is going to join us for that conversation. Um, Nikki knows Tina very well. She was able to, to join us to talk about Just Mercy. So we look forward to that on the 22nd of February. Yes. And then our book pick for March and March is Women's History Month and, you know, some other things always to be looking for and broadening the narratives around what we've been taught. And so in March, I wanted us to read and Brent was like, yeah, we'll read it is called Asada and it is Asada Shakur's autobiography. And I read this for the first time with Letty Gore's Patreon community. And Letty is a historian, a black woman historian in North Carolina. And I'm based in South Carolina. I don't know if I said that earlier when I introduced myself. So yeah, that book really shifted some things for me regarding the narrative around black activists during the civil rights movement and black power and all of those things. And Asada's story is really powerful. And so I'm excited to be reading that one. All right. And so for April, we picked a book called Intersection. It's um, the subtitle is a story of faith, identity, and authenticity. Um, it's by Cynthia Vaca Davis or Vaca Davis. I'm not really for sure how to pronounce her last name. <laughs> I'll have to ask her sometime. Um, this is a story about intersection. And as it says on the back of the book, I'm just going to read that because I think that's going to express it better than I can just off the cuff. Um, 
It's the life-giving story about choosing between social acceptance or health, fear or authenticity. Um, Cynthia, she's an adjunct professor with a trunk full of ungraded papers and snack wrappers, has been an LGBTQIA ally for years in convenient ways. She enjoys the company of her queer friends, but her support isn't risky. It hasn't cost her anything until she meets Danny. The youngest child in a conservative evangelical family, Danny played the role of dutiful daughter, Danny with an eye, which was safer than jeopardizing faith and family. Seemingly born female, yet desperate to be seen as the boy and then man he truly is, Danny kept playing along until his life and health depended on one thing, the truth. Told in both Danny and Cynthia's voices, intersection is a moving, hopeful exploration of the cost of being known as an intersex minority, ally, or asker of difficult questions, what it means to come into one's own. So I'm really looking forward to this um, in April. Yes, I'm looking forward to it too, because it's been on my list and Brent, we'd had a different book for that month. And then you reached out about reading intersection. And so it was like, yeah, let's do that for that month. And so I'm excited to read that one. Is there something else you were going to say? I don't want to cut you off. No. Okay. Yes. And then in the next month, which is May, May is AAPI month, which is Asian American and Pacific Islander heritage month. And so we'll be reading crying in H Mart by Michelle Zahner. And I've heard such great things about this book. It is a memoir. And so I wanted to read a memoir and not, you know, I, Obviously, I love all the books, but trying to give space for those stories and experiences that, like Brent was saying, are different than my own. And so that is what we will read in May. And then in June, sorry, I forgot. I was supposed to also talk about June. We'll be reading Are We Free Yet by Tina Strawn, who Brent mentioned is having the conversation about just mercy with us. So Tina has a book that has come out. Are we free yet? The black queer guide to divorcing America. And there's this memoir feel to the book. It contains essays, journal prompts and embodiment activities and will release during pride month. And yeah, Tina is a dear friend of mine and I want all the people to read. Are we free yet? Excellent. Yes. And having met Tina recently, um, I am so looking forward to this book and this conversation um, around her book. Just like I'm, I'm getting chills just thinking about reading it after talking with her. Um, then we're going to move into July, you know, in honor of 4th of July, we're going to read The Second, Race and Guns in a Fatally Unequal America. It's by Carol Anderson. Um, this was on both mine and Nikki's to be read list. Um, so when it came up, we both were like, yes, let's do this. Um, and it felt great, you know like a great fit to do it in July when we were celebrating independence and freedom. And just, you know, looking forward to this discussion around something that's, you know, a very hot topic in America. And then in August, we actually have August open. We haven't picked a book yet. This is where we want you to come in and talk with us about books. We want to get your recommendations. So head on over to um, Facebook, or just let me or Nikki know what books you think we should read, and we'll pick one and talk about it. And then finally, for September, we are going to read Drugs and Jesus by Joshua Lawson. Um, this is his second book. His first book was Faces of Addiction. It came out in 2020, I believe, or 2021. And it was about people who have 
been affected by the opioid crisis in southeastern Ohio area. You know, that was kind of the hotbed of it. Um, Joshua wrote a follow-up book to that, Drugs and Jesus. It's basically about the how the church can answer with with harm reduction and walking out a, a faith of of action to help that crisis. So I'm really looking forward to that. That actually is releasing in March. So we'll have that a couple months after that. I'm so excited about all of our books. Super, super excited. Yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to say or talk about before we close out with our what's on your nightstand little segment? Um, No, I just, again, I want to thank you for joining me on this journey. I think it's going to be great. Um, And we've got a ton of books when we went through here that that we have for a backlog that you have given me so many ideas of books we could read um, in our off moment. So my, my nightstand book stack has grown and we hope everybody that's listening will, you know, give us their ideas and we'll grow theirs and we can all just read and talk about it in community together. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can share first just a couple of books that are quote on the nightstand that I'm either currently reading, want to read that sort of thing, because like you said, all the books, so many books. So one of them is Angela Davis's book, women, race and class. And this book is a book that I was reading with historian Letty Gore's Patreon community. I mentioned Letty earlier, the historian from North Carolina. And I got behind reading this book because I am in a local play or a play with the local theater here where I live. And so we've had rehearsals. I've missed discussions around this book, but I want to finish it. And so it is still there because I want to read it. And the other one that I've started also with Letty's book club is called South to America by Amani Perry, a journey below the Mason Dixon to understand the soul of a nation. And so, yeah. I've loved what I've read so far of this book and I missed the first discussion of this book, but hope to be part of the second discussion of that book and some others that I've read, uh, Rachel Anderson's book. I recently finished her book beyond borders and I heard her talk about her book, a life beyond what is it? a life after deconstruction is the subtitle. She talked about that with Marla Taviano on Instagram live when Marla was celebrating the one year birthday of her book, Unbelief. And I read Brent and I had talked about earlier this month. I had Jeanette McCurdy's book. I'm glad my mom died on the nightstand, read it in a day, even though it's like a hundred chapters, it was just such a good book and really loved that one. And yeah, I'm going to stop there because I could just keep talking about books, but I'll stop there. Yeah. And I agree. The, the, I'm glad my mom died was better than I expected. I didn't know really what to expect going into it, but it was a really good read. I read it pretty quickly as well. Um, my nightstand right now, um, I'm reading the underground railroad by Colson Whitehead. Um, I've been listening to that one as an audiobook. Um, just very deep and interesting discussion of you know slavery and getting away from it um, via the Underground Railroad and kind of how some of it worked and and things like that. I'm also still reading 1984. This has been a slow slog for me. It's one of those books that I'm like, everybody says you should read it. I haven't read it yet, so I picked that up at the beginning of the year and I am still reading it a month later. <laughs> Um, I'm almost done though. Um, 
For fun, I'm also reading The Priory of the Orange Tree, which is a fantasy book. It's about a bazillion pages long, and I'm really glad I got it in ebook because I think I would kill myself trying to read that in bed at night when it falls on my head. Um, but so far, I'm about a third of the way through it. It has been amazing. Um, I love fantasy books, though, so that's kind of my fallback genre. And also, I have Marla Taviano's newest book that just came out, um, Jaded on my nightstand. It's a book of poetry and I'm not normally a poetry guy, but something about this spiked my interest. So we're going to, we're going to dive into that next. Yeah. And Marla's brand of poetry is just easy to, and it's so much of my own story, right? Like I have a different experience than her in a lot of ways, but there's a lot of similarities that are undercurrent throughout. And so I love, I love her writing in general and both of her books of poetry are so good. Okay. So yeah. And I love how you brought up what you're reading for fun, because that is something that I want to do more of is read for fun and read things that I'm wanting to read. So trying to get back into that practice. Yeah. Yeah. Reading for fun. It's, it's, I love to read the heavy stuff, but you just need, I, I need a break between every book almost. So the Priory of the Orange Tree has given me that because it's so long. I just have chopped it up. You know, I've read a couple chapters between each other book I read just because I know it's going to take me forever. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but I think there's something to be said for reading for education and something to be said for reading for joy. Um, mm, yeah. And I think joy is something we all need more of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for asking me to be a part of this after our conversations. And I'm looking forward to reading these books, discussing these books, and exploring these topics with you and our guests and the community that I think will come around something like this. I agree. And, and Nikki, just since we're, we're both new to this on this show, why don't you tell our listeners where they could find you if they want to talk with you more about books? Yes, I forgot all about you asked me that. So yes, at broadening the narrative on Instagram. That's where I post most of my things and where I'm the most active. There's also a Facebook group for broadening the narrative. And I'm on Twitter at broad narrative. And I have a website, NikkiPappas.com. And that's N-I-C-K-I Pappas, P-A-P-P-A-S.com all together, no spaces or dashes. And yeah, I love connecting with people and sharing books and resources and building a community that cares about and aligns with the things that I care about and align with. Yes. And then you can find me. Um, I'm mostly on Facebook. You can find me at Ink Drinker Literary. Um, that's the business page, but that's also where I post a lot of just random updates about books. Um, there is Ink Drinker Literary Society group that you can join. Um, so you can join in the conversation about the books. And I also recently started an Instagram um, or a bookstagram, as I was told to start. Um, it's Ink Drinker Literary on Instagram. I am getting better about posting. So come join me there and let's let's figure out Instagram. I won't even start TikTok yet because, yeah, I have no clue about videos. <laughs> I'm too old for that. Well, it's been great talking with you, Nikki, and we look forward to our first book, Just Mercy, on the 22nd of February. We hope you all join us then, and happy reading. <laughs>